So in the book, I mean, you you set out to play catch every every single day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. did it happen? Did it happen? Did you catch every single day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't. Uh, I, I think what I, I just anytime I talk about what I really want to stress is I didn't go into that year with this year I'm going to do this. What's up, baseball fans? Welcome to the Key Baseball Great Podcast, where we're all about reminding baseball fans why they love the game. In this new episode, we are talking with Ethan Bryan, who is a uh, storyteller, an author, um, and also known as Mr. Catch365. Um, you'll quickly find out he absolutely loves baseball. Um, and more than that, he loves playing catch. He set out a couple years ago to play catch every single day for a year and then wrote a book about it. You will absolutely love the stories uh, he has to tell. You can definitely hear the passion behind um, why he loves the game. And so we are excited to talk with him. Uh, by the end of the episode, you will quickly understand the power of playing catch. Enjoy. Ethan, man, uh, thanks so much for joining me on the Keep Baseball Great podcast. Uh, I'm actually really excited uh, to talk to you uh, just about learning everything that you're doing, uh, kind of things you have done. And so I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited to visit with you. Awesome. Well, so, um, you know, after you, you actually kind of reached out to me, which, which I was thankful for, you know, I get those every now and then, um, some turn out, some don't. And I looked up your stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, how, how have I not, uh, ran across you, uh, at some point, because I think what we're both doing intersect, uh, exactly in terms of, uh, you know, me just wanted to get back to the roots of why we love the game. And yeah. then you, which we'll talk a lot more about, uh, through the podcast, but, um, you're really a, a baseball fan, uh, an author. Uh, so you've written some books and then, um, your latest book, um, which I'm going to let you talk about, but, uh, just playing catch every day for a year. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about you, uh, kind of some of those things and, and what you think uh, our audience would love to hear. Uh, well, I'm an author and storyteller in flyover country. So, you know, here, here in Missouri, unless we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, there's that, there's a, I, I'm in Southwest Missouri. There is a baseball team on the Eastern side of the state. Um, okay. I don't talk much about them either. Uh, I'm with you because I'm a Rangers fan. So well, there, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so, um, oh yes, I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, it's good to have similar, uh, yeah, similar pains. Yes. But no, I, I, for the last, um, I guess, five years now, I've been on a journey quest. Oh, let's hear. How would Pippin say it in Lord of the Rings? Quest, mission, thing um, <laughs> to get people playing catch. And that's, literally, that's really what it's all about. That's awesome. So, um, so in the book, I mean, you, you set out to play catch every, every single day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. did it happen? Did it happen? Did you catch every single day? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I, I think what I, I just, anytime I talk about what I really want to stress is I didn't go into that year with this year, I'm going to do this. Mm. Um, 
my youngest daughter is an artist. Uh, she's she's phenomenal. She she's uh, won awards, won contests, all kinds of stuff. That's cool. And for Christmas of 2017, she's gave me a simple little baseball. Um, the it's the plastic coated kind, and she wrote on it with Sharpie, "Dad, uh, want to play catch?" That was it. Mm. And so I, uh, you know, how kids give their parents like gift cards or, or gifts, and, and so I thought this was something that she was giving to me that said she would be willing to play catch. Oh, cool. Whenever. Yeah. And so, uh, so January 1st, 2018 comes, I'm kind of straightening up, you know, post holiday. And I'm, I'm really, I mean, if I'm being perfectly, I'm, I'm really struggling with kind of depression and just that, that blah, um, what do I do now? What's happening now? Kind of, kind of thing. I was in, uh, I was working on a couple of book projects um, three months later, one of them was going to be canceled. Mm. And, and it was, I was just, I was really searching for something meaningful to do. So January 1st, I'm cleaning up my writing desk and I see that ball that is literally sitting right above my computer screen. And I just yelled out to her, I said, Hey, Sophie, you want to go play catch? <laughs> She's in the other room and she, she could not care less about baseball. I mean, just and she said outside and I looked up and the temperature was one degree and I said uh yeah yeah you can't play catch inside and then so her second question was at a baseball field and I was just kind of searching my memory really fast then I thought of a low it's a it's a local park um that used to be where they had professional or semi-professional fast pitch softball league okay right next to a high school right next to a pool I said yeah I think I could get us on to to a park and then she was quiet. And so I figured that was the end of the conversation. And then all of a sudden she said, okay. And so we, I mean, we both just put on all these layers of clothes, <laughs> drive it was 10 minutes to the park or so, and take a couple minutes to stretch. And just immediately we were freezing. I mean, it was, it was so, oh, so cold. <laughs> and we threw the ball 30 times. And by this time, you know, you're just crying. It just, I mean, my fingers are just absolutely stinging. Yeah. And uh, took a quick selfie on her phone and we get back into our minivan and we just turn the heat on high. That afternoon, my oldest daughter uh, calls out to me. I was folding laundry and she said, hey, I'll play catch with you. I checked the temperature. Well, it's now five degrees outside. <laughs> a little <was> like, warmer. <laughs> yeah. And so we stepped out in the backyard and the dog came with us and the dog was just going crazy trying to, yep. trying to steal the ball and everything. And it had warmed up just enough or I don't know what the, but our glasses were fogging over as we're playing catch. Oh, that's funny. Like, oh, this is exactly what you want. You know, you want complications when you can't see. So we played catch and we stepped inside and took a quick selfie on her phone. And so that night we were having just family dinner at the table and just talking about things that you talk about on January 1st. And they were the ones that said, dad, what would happen if you played catch every day for a whole year? And I remember this I because re my reaction was laughing. I just, I was like, <laughs> I know exactly what would happen. I would need surgery. This is what <laughs> would happen. Um, I, at that point, I had had uh, uh, three or four major surgeries and I don't, I don't want any more. Yeah. And, and they were the ones who were very uh, encouraging and gracious and said, you should, you should just try. We know you like playing catch. You should just try it and see what would happen. Mm. And, and to be honest, I mean, yes, I love playing catch, but I probably would play catch about three or four times a year. And that was, I mean, yeah, 
you had to find the right circumstances for it to happen right and uh and so they they are the ones that deserve the credits and and should be appropriately applauded that's amazing that is so cool i mean again like i'm a dad too so you want to create experiences right for your family and they're gonna have that particular story uh for the rest of their life and 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 i think you you probably talk a lot about this in the book it's it's not really the catch that's happening it's it's the experiences the people you meet um yeah yeah. you talk a lot about um or you mentioned the phrase of the the power of playing catch uh i mean talk to me just a little bit about you know what that phrase means to you and and (laughs) Well, it's it's really come to mean a lot. So, so I played catch for a year. It took me about a year to write the book. It, and the book came out in 2020, and since then I just continued to re, uh, you know I continued to process why did this mean so much to me mm. and others, and why why can I? I mean, I'm all I, I I it crosses my mind almost every day. Of I wonder if I can find someone to play catch with me today. I mean, I, I am I I would. If, if it's possi- possibly to be healthily addicted to an activity, I am a catch-playing addict, mm. uh, ambassador, however you want to put it. But, <laughs> but what I have learned is we live in a culture that is play-deprived, mm. that it, uh, depression, anxiety, loneliness, and distrust are all increasing uh, exponentially. And we are all um, digitally distracted mm-hmm. 90% of the time. And so you, you look at this culture that we're in and playing catch is just this very, very simple activity. And, and it is, it's defined as play because when you're, when you're playing, catch, there's no, there's no winners. There's no losers. It is, yep. it is just a physical, a, a, a form of exercise. And it, it addresses the way our brains and bodies process playing catch. It addresses all of these cultural ills and and brings fun into the mix and and so when i talk about the power of playing catch one of the things that that strikes me most is um you know sometimes they, i have to like convince them, hey just just come try it. just come a couple of throws or whatever yeah and what almost always happens is the hardest part is stopping mm. because eventually you'll work into a rhythm mm. and, and you'll start sharing stories and your brain relaxes and it's but it's funny your brain relaxes and at the same time it is so focused on what is it's a, it's an activity that grounds you right now because it's coordinating both sides of your brain mm. um and and because you're you're so grounded right you lose track of time hmm. and and you know you just you don't want to stop yeah and 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 it's it it pulls you it it, it, it uh, releases you from the the pull of the of the phone mm-hmm. and, and and those digital distractions and you make a a meaningful memory, a face-to-face connection with somebody else. And, and it's just, I literally could talk about this for, for hours. And I want to, I want, I do, I want people to, to experience this for themselves. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And, it, you know, for keep baseball great, you know, like I said, it's, it's all about reminding baseball fans why they love the game. And for a lot of young boys and girls and kids uh their love for baseball started with just going to play catch with uh mom dad brother sister in the backyard um and so 
I, I think what you're doing is incredible. I, I, in fact, it's funny. I wrote an article uh, just on our blog. Uh, this is probably like three, four years ago, and it's and, and it's titled "The Most Effective Baseball Drill for Your Kids," and um, it was a lure, right? It's like, you know, I, as a dad, I have a son who plays baseball, and I'm like always looking for the right drill. You know, what's the most <laughs> drill I can do? You know, what's the edge I can get? And so, you know the title was a lure to get, get those people in, but all the drill was is, uh, go in the backyard, stand some distance apart, throw the ball and talk about life. Uh, and that's the drill. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, even if we do a dad goes and plays catch, we're like, Hey, you know, you got to get your arm here or trying to do some kind of correction. Um, why aren't you throwing hard? You know, that it's, it, it's, it was none about that. It was just all about, how's school going? Uh, how's life going? How's your friend? You know, just starting to talk about that. And, you know, it, it takes some time with your kids. My kids, they're a little, you know, they're not as talkative. And so you got to, yeah. you know, kind of break the walls, but you keep doing it and you just create some really cool memories and times with your, with your kid that uh, is surrounded around playing catch. So yeah, absolutely love it. Um, so one of my one of my big things on the podcast is, man, anyone I talk to, I want to find out why they love baseball so much. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the playing catch aspect for you is a big piece, but I've kind of narrowed it down to, to five questions. Uh, so I get I get everyone to answer these five questions and then I, we can kind of figure out, OK, this is why they love the game of baseball. And so. I'd love to ask those uh, with you, if you don't mind. And um, Let's see what happens. All right, yeah. So the first one is uh, the history of the game. Um, I think, you know, with a lot of things, if you kind of know the history, uh, the background of things, you, you tend to appreciate it a little bit more in the now. So tell me, give me kind of one of your most favorite historical baseball moments. And it can be uh, anything. There's no rules here, right? So. Uh, when I first hear that question, um, my my mind jumps to Jackie Robinson. I mm. I love Jackie, so that's where it goes. But then the the next step is Eddie Geidel and in his plate appearance, which I just think is perfectly hilarious and whimsical and and delightful. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I think about my first game, which I to be. Completely candid, I have no, uh, no, no active memory of it, but I, I've seen the effects of it. Um, mm. We lived in uh, Lee Summit, which was a suburb of Kansas City, and it, uh, after my dad graduated vet school at University of Missouri, and my mom worked at a preschool, and the preschool had a teacher's night out at a Kauffman Stadium, and, and it was the spring of 79 and uh so i would have been four years old and you know at this time my parents aren't thinking oh, let's get memorabilia or let's keep our tickets <laughs> right. or anything they're i would have been four and my sister would have been one so they are taking care of us at a baseball game and what they remembered is they said well it went like 15 or 16 innings oh man and the royals won on a walk-off home run this was their memory okay so this is what I have to look up. So 
I probably I had no memories of it, but my best guess is on May 28th, 1979, I went to my first game of the Royals against the Orioles. Okay. It is a game in which George Brett hit for the cycle. Oh, no way. Also a game in which he hit a walk-off home run in the bottom of the 16th no inning. No way. And so though, while, I, while I don't have any real memories of the game, it fits all the parameters for the for when they say the game should be and the, and the links of the game that yeah. uh, we stayed for the duration of the game. But all I do know is for, um, for the entirety of my life, I have been a passionate Royals fan and, and I'm unable to be swayed by any other team, no matter where I have been. And so, yeah. so when I talk about the history, um, that that's one that, that comes way up. I mean, I've seen Bo Jackson hit a, hit a, hit a home run with my eyes. I watched uh, Nolan Ryan pitch to Ken Griffey at, uh, at the ballpark in Arlington. Oh, nice. Um, that was pretty, pretty incredible. But uh, um, that, that's the story I'm going to go with. That, that, that's where it kind of captured my heart and my, and my imagination, just yeah. this incredible game. Well, kudos to your parents for sticking out like 15, 16 innings <laughs> with a four and a one-year-old, dude. That's that's a feat unto itself. So uh, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Uh, but yeah, to, to, you know, we go to a lot of baseball games and, you know, it's typically just a typical game, but to, to be at something like that and to remember, you know, to, to be able to say, you know, my parents took me and, and things like that, that I love that. So, uh, okay. Do, okay. Now I'll say this. I'm, I will say, um, here's my earliest memory. Okay. Um, so I was 79. So the next year, 1980, Royals go to the World Series. Yeah. Uh, Royals and Phillies. My dad got tickets. Oh, man. And uh, I remember, I mean, just a small, small TV. I remember uh, laying on the carpet in our living room, trying to find my parents on the TV <laughs> and staying awake uh, until they until they came home. That's and, awesome. And uh, dad... Dad came home. It was the, the, I think the Phillies won the first two games, and it was the first game in the series that the Royals won. So it would have been their first official World Series uh, victory. Nice uh, game. And so, so that's my my uh, my earliest real baseball. I love that. I love that. That's cool. I do. I, I remember I, I was telling you earlier uh, about living in Grand Junction and, and TBS, you know, and watching the Braves. <laughs> that was my memory like sitting down i was actually i think at my grandma's house uh she had the braves game on and dale murphy hits a home run and now uh dale murphy fan for life um so those memories kind of good guy yeah oh my gosh he's he's pretty active on social media so it's really fun to see him interact with with fans and and stuff so i love he, it he deserves the hall of fame he really does man i yeah yeah, we won't get into that subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. So a little bit of that uh, ties into our next question, but it's just all about uh, family and friends. And so getting to experience uh, games, playing catch, things like that with with family and friends is is super meaningful uh, and, it, and it holds with you. So do you have one or two particular moments with family and friends and baseball that you just always uh, look back on? There's a ton. Um, in 2014, when the Royals made it to the uh, ALCS against the Orioles, 
Okay. Uh, I won tickets. And dad and I got to go to Kansas City and see them complete the sweep against the Orioles. So that one, so so now they're on their way to their first World Series in 29 years. So that was that's pretty memorable. But earlier than that, I think the one that, that sticks out my uh, my grandma lived in Toledo, Ohio, and every couple of years we'd make the the drive up there to visit her. And we were there, and the Mud Hens had an exhibition game against the Tigers. Okay. middle of the summer i'm not really sure what's happening because we would have been out of school uh but so it had to be i guess on the all-star break maybe or something i i, I really don't understand the, the circumstance but uh all in, cecil fielder was there okay. so i got to see uh, cecil fielder tee off against minor league pitching <laughs> man that was a big dude but that was um uh, I remember my, my grandma was there. She bought me uh, one of the memorable memorabilia uh, mud house baseballs. I still uh, mud hens baseballs. I still have it. Um, so th- that's uh, that was, that's a unique one. You know, when you travel yeah. to grandma's and, and and she thinks she's thinking ahead enough that she wants to take you to a to a baseball game. So that's that's a pretty special one. Yeah, yeah. I you know I love to that point. It's like people around me, my family, they know I love baseball and so you know I always get little baseball things and so it's it's always appreciative that they see and understand they might not know um or understand the love of baseball like I do but um but I appreciate the 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 giving back for sure so uh well cool so uh the next question is life lessons um you know we all kind of learn life lessons in the game of baseball and uh just give me, you know, like one, one or two that you've kind of been able to grab. The, uh, I mean, there's just, I mean, this is literally the whole point. Of, I mean, everything you can draw from the game. I think that the most, the, the one that resonates truest to me is, is never giving up. Mm. It's a, it's a game of nine innings, uh, mm-hmm. 27 outs. And, and, and you just never know uh, in, the, in the 2015 postseason when, when the Royals were playing the Astros. My daughter and I went to my parents' house. We were actually house-sitting for them at the time and, and pulled up the game. And all of a sudden, they find themselves down several runs. And it looks like Houston's going to take it. And you're just like, you're depressed. And my daughter says, they can still win this, you know. <laughs> and then they did. And yeah. that's what set off their 2015 run. So that, that whole uh, intentional mindset of, never giving up yeah and and i mean going back to the playing catch every day for a year i mean i'm <laughs> sure there are some points where you're like ah, gosh uh, yeah i don't know if i can find somebody i don't know if i can you know get uh, yeah. but to do that for a year that that's got to be a motto you've hung on to for sure um you know perseverance and and creativity <laughs> these are all yeah. things that play teaches us yeah yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. So the next question uh, is about giving back. Um, I know I love uh, seeing MLB players give back. Um, there's just a lot of different ways that baseball's uh, given things to us. Um, and so I love just that aspect of being able to give back. And so is there a way that you've either been given to or been able to give back through baseball? Uh, one of my favorite things in the last couple of years is uh, I've made, made some friendships and some sponsorships mm-hmm. and partners is being able to give 
good quality gloves to ball players that are in need. Mm. And, uh, and so, uh, 2020, 2021, I mean, uh, this, I've probably given away five or six just, to, just this year. Um, but to, to travel around and define ball players, you know, who just need a little bit of encouragement to, to, to stay in the game and, and, to, mm. and, you know, give them a, typically we give, uh, give them an A2000. So a pro quality glove that says, you know, it'll take time to break in, but this is a glove that, that can be with you for life. Mm. Uh, and so that's, um, that's really fun to, to see, uh, you know, they, they, they appreciate the gift and, and, yeah. and to, to encourage them that way. That's cool. So, um, so yeah, tell me a little more about that. I'm, I'm interested in that. <laughs> Well, it's just, you know, uh, the, the good gloves are expensive. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But but they make a difference. Mm-hmm. And so I just uh, I just reached out to, to friends who are coaches and others and okay. say, hey, if, if you know of, of a kid who needs a glove, put them in touch with me. Uh, one year, uh, 2021, my wife and I did a tour of the Midwest. We called it the Catching Hope Tour. Uh, this year we went to Kansas City, St. Louis, Chicago field of dreams i feel like i'm forgetting somewhere and we oh rockford rockford oh and we gave away uh like 50 gloves to to kids um one of my favorite ones was in chicago we played catch right across at a park right across the the street uh from where the white Sox play okay and there are these two kids they're part of the chicago white Sox ace program their their baseball team so for uh ricky and philip so ricky comes and turns out that it's his birthday Oh, we didn't know it and and he said it was one of his favorite days of playing kit. and he just completely yeah. caught well then philip philip's just a uh, little guy uh, middle infielder and and watching him play and catch with him and it takes him like five minutes to break in a new glove and i was like all of a sudden i mean he's he's manipulated he's really comfortable and everything well later that year that was the summer that the white Sox played the the field of dreams game when they oh, built yeah. the field field there well, before that, they had little league teams playing on the actual the movie site field of yeah, dreams. I remember that. Philip was the second baseman and no leadoff way. hitter for the White Sox team in that game. So I turn on the game, there it is, and there I literally see him playing catch with the glove that I gave him. I was like, oh, man. I know him. I know. <laughs> I have a picture with him using that. Glove. And, and I just, I lost it. I thought it was so cool. So that is awesome. So that's I, I, that's one of my favorite. And then uh, uh, last weekend, last uh, last week, I drove through rural Missouri, and just connected with a with a couple of high school coaches who had who had some students who were you know a couple seniors, and they said you know they, they come from big families, we're here in, in rural populations, and, and sometimes yeah. just just a little bit of help, and I was able to to get. And then I'm just the middle guy. I'm literally just the guy that hands over the glove. I have other people who, who are helping put the bill and, and make it possible and yeah and grateful for their support you know for baseball scenes co and for the wiley foundation who understand how important it is to make sure that kids keep playing yeah man that's cool that's cool appreciate you for doing that i love hearing <laughs> stories like that and i think it just inspires other people to do the same so uh i love it i love it it's cool yeah um well, cool. So the, the last question is an important one, um, but it's all about having fun. Uh, yes. You know, we got to remember, uh, 
it's a game. Uh, it, it's meant for fun. And, um, and there's just a lot of fun, really cool moments that I've been able to have uh, through baseball. So give me one moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, uh, that was fun uh, through baseball. Uh, well, there's, there's, I mean, there's all these catch related travels, right. And, and so I could go, um, in 2021, man, I'm getting all my years mixed up. I'm fairly <laughs> certain is that year, uh, I'm with you. uh, or 2020 maybe even anyway, uh, my family got to travel to the grand Canyon. And so my daughter and I played, played catch on the, on the edge of the, I, I don't know that I've ever right. been more nervous for a game of catch. <laughs> right. Than I mean, it was like praying your throat, just go this general Perfect. direction. <laughs> um, but that was so much fun. That's cool. But then uh, it's also really, uh, this whole experience ha has really uh, made me want to play baseball. So uh, four years ago, I tried out for a local men's uh, adult league team. Oh, nice. And it's, it's competitive base. I mean, there are former minor leaguers in the, it's uh, six teams. Uh, 15 players per team generally somewhere between 120 130 guys try out and uh, I've played four years now I'm typically one of the oldest guys and I I will I will seat myself as uh, as as one of the premier bench warmers <laughs> in the league. but uh, you know meeting those guys and making mm. friends that I never would have any other way um, man those have been some really fun experiences that's awesome yeah there's actually been uh, a few around me in DFW that uh, I've connected to. And I'm like, man, I just need to go watch. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to work up the courage to go try out. But uh, but just to go watch and, and see those guys, because you know they're out there for the fun of it. Um, yeah, exactly. There, there's nothing else to it other than we just want to go have fun and play baseball. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, Ethan, man, I, I love hearing these stories. Um, I know it's just a little bit of what's in your story tank. So uh, I love just getting to hear and understand um, why you love the game. Um, and it's much more uh, less about baseball than it is just the stories and the people and the relationships and uh, and everything. So super inspiring. And I, and I love what you're doing. Um, where can people uh, go to find you, um, get the book? um tell us all that uh i'm pretty pretty accessible uh online i, I have a really simple website ethanbryan.com and basically it's just a blog it's all it is i just write stories there and you can email me there and stuff uh, i'm pretty active on twitter uh my daughters are teaching me instagram uh <laughs> and i'm really bad at it yeah and like nah. I, no, I'm awful. <laughs> I'm trying. So, uh, and then, then of course, I mean, just I'm, I'm, I'm out there. It, if you really want me, um, I like to email because that way I can work with words and not images. Yeah. Uh, but, but Twitter, Twitter, and and, and uh, website, and then the book is just available anywhere. Um, that my my uh, my personal preference is go to your local bookstore. Mm. and say hey can i order this book and it might take a little bit longer but um you're supporting your local local bookstore and, yep. and that's that's what my heart is i love that love that yeah and i'll i'll be sure to uh post links uh oh, yeah. in our sure. show notes and everything so people can can know what they're looking for uh for sure so 
Um, man, I, I love it. I've had a blast. Um, I'm going to go out and, and play catch today uh, at some point. <laughs> All right. So, so I have a challenge for everyone. Nice. I, I had this it. idea and really, um, I, I, I cannot, it's, it's hard to express uh, verbally how passionate I am about wanting people to play catch and, and to mm. experience it. And, and I, I really think there, there is something when you commit to doing a practice day in and, and day out, um, it, it really changes. So uh, it, it is the first post on my blog is called okay. 30 Days of Catch. And so I, I have initiated a challenge for people to, to spend March 1st through March 30th playing catch every day. And, and I've, I mean, it's a challenge. So I've, I've put some parameters around it. And I mean, there are 15 goal catch partners that you have to find. Like play catch with a school teacher and a police officer and this complete stranger and somebody on your street. I mean, play catch with somebody who's at least 20 years older than you. I mean, so, so there are some parameters around it, but then half the partners you get to choose. But if you complete this, there are prizes. I have sponsors. Um, Let's go. Wilson yes. has donated a brand new H2000 for anyone. And, and basically, uh, if you complete this, let me say this so I can cover. Um, you'll be entered into a drawing. It's just a random drawing. I'm not choosing. It's going to be AI. So you can you can blame our, our technology overlords you if you're not chosen. <laughs> but you could potentially win a new Wilson A2000. You could win America's Game Artwork from Baseball Seams Company. There will be uh, two $50 gift cards from Baseballism. Um, and then I'll have some autographed copies of the book. Uh, Cleburne Railroaders are, are donating a prize pack. And the Field of Dreams movie site is donating a prize. So if nice. you play catch for 30 days, you could win. And, and just uh, all I really want is people to get out there and play catch. I love so, it. I love it. Okay, so. And then I want to cheer them on. <laughs> yeah. So go to the website, be the first yep. blog post. Yep. And then there's a Google form to, to let me know that you're in it. Okay. And I, I mean, ideally you're posting on social media every day so I can make sure you're doing it okay. But uh, I already have two friends who literally are not on social media. And they're like, I want to do this so bad. <laughs> I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, I'll be. And I said, okay, here's the deal. You can email me the pictures. You can text me the pictures and nice and really it's um you know there have been ten, eight to ten people who have started playing catch for they're doing their own catch 365 journey oh, um, cool. one of them uh, just finished in, in january he was at kevin negart in sioux city iowa okay. he raised three hundred sixty nine thousand dollars for his local miracle league no. through his year of playing catch no way wow and so and so and so um so, so what's been really neat is people have reached out to me and said hey can i do this can i play catch for a year and this is my response uh yes absolutely to let me know how i can follow you so i can cheer you on yeah i want to encourage you and support and then then the, the last part is right somehow we've got to figure out a way where we can meet for a game of catch that's yeah. it and um and and so we're working on building like this this grassroots of commu community of people who carry gloves with them just in case they meet someone who wants to play catch 
<laughs> oh, man, I, I'm in. I'm I'm all in on this. Uh, I love it. I will definitely uh, go check that out and and also spread the nice. word too. So um, I'm all in. I love it. I love it. Yes. And what it is, what it really comes down to, uh, if you're thinking about it from a social media perspective, is these are small little story, feel good stories mm. of people playing together. So they're just little light spots in a day. What it comes down to in, in the grand scope of things is people um, sharing joy together mm. and, and, and building. And so it is, it, 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 it is, um, I believe, community changing feel good experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't have said it better. I, I wholeheartedly agree and can't <laughs> wait to see, uh, already seeing kind of the fruits of what you've been doing, but then it just keep growing. So I love it, man. Well, thanks so much uh, for joining me on the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to get this out there and, and spread the word. And uh, it's been a lot of fun just being able to talk with you. So hopefully we can uh, play some catch soon. Well, I'll have to come down there this summer. Just uh, make sure your gloves oiled, get that arm ready. Catch you in Texas. Let's do it. <laughs> Man, thanks so much to Ethan for spending some time with us. I could not be more all in on uh, what he's doing and what he stands for. Uh, I'm absolutely loving the power of playing catch. and um, So be sure to check out his book. Um, you can find it, like he said, uh, check out your local bookstore first. And other than that, uh, you can probably find it online. You can find uh, everything he's doing, um, the challenge he's doing, uh, all at ethanbryan.com. So be sure to head over there and just uh, read a few stories, join the challenge, uh, get the book. Um, you will absolutely love it. Uh, so thanks again to Ethan. Before we uh, close out the podcast, I want to make sure everyone knew that uh, we have launched a new exclusive Facebook group just for Keep Baseball Great. And um, it's a small, close group of baseball fans. Uh, but really, I just wanted to have an exclusive place to be able to do giveaways, uh, get some discounts. I'm even reaching out to other baseball brands and um, getting discount codes from them to be able to share with you. So I would love if you guys uh, would jump in on that. I will share a link in the notes here. Other than that, you can probably just go to Facebook and search um, Keep Baseball Great. Make sure it's the Facebook group and uh, not the page. So uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Uh, I truly appreciate it and just having a blast doing it. So uh, let's keep baseball great.